Recount Thursday is sponsored by Arena Eats. Log on to the website, arenaeats.app, that's arenaeats.app, for the ultimate fan experience. At your favorite sports venue, Arena Eats mobile app, pre-order, express pickup, and in-seat delivery. How do you place your order? Vodka, whiskey, beer, tequila, more beer, more vodka, more whiskey, and more beer. That's right, I'm a Paul Heyman guy. Stupid idiots. I did it for the rock. I did it for the people. Three ain't enough now, I need five. Welcome in, Jim. I'm an idiot. Ryan. I'm a sausage guy. Matt. Who gives a (laughs) shit? Tim. Right on the cock. And intern Mark. Hi, boys. I don't steal opportunities. I am the opportunity. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Three Count Thursday. We are live Thursday night, April the 22nd, 2021. We are glad to be back with you. We are still the podcast of the millennium make sure you go to three count thursday.com you'll find all of our social media our merchandise over at whatamaneuver.net what a new including a brand new line of merchandise today the uh the three count thursday smackdown logo so get all of the merchandising merchandising you can do that you can also of course find the i'm a sausage guy shirt as well uh but uh, you can do that go to our patreon page patreon.com Slash three count Thursday, our collar and elbow brand deal store at collar and elbow brand.com. Promo code three count. Our home network, of course, NGSE Sports at NGSE Sports.com. Our secondary home is the Leap Sports and Music Network. That is Leap Sports.com. Ryan, you had me worried there, Jim. <laughs> I remembered. That's L E E I B Sports.com. That's the one. So we're glad again to be back with you on uh, an actually chilly uh, April day here in uh, central Pennsylvania, wherever you are. Hope it's, uh, well, I think there's did even. It, did it snow near you guys? N- yeah. There was some flur- There were some flurries, I know, like west of Lancaster County, north and west. I was pissed off when I saw snow. I was did, like, it sn- did it snow in Maryland? Yeah, it did. Oof. Get out of here. Yeah, I didn't see any. You live in Maryland? Yes. <laughs> I thought it was Virginia, honestly. Last November. Not November 19th. There we go. Yeah, that is that is news. <laughs> that is the news. <laughs> wow. I knew you were in Pennsylvania, but I, I thought it was Virginia or no. West Virginia. 
No. Definitely I've, one of the Virginias. I've traveled to West Virginia, and I have family in Virginia, but I live in You the, ate pizza in West Virginia, right? Yes. That I must eat, have been what I was I thinking about. I eat pizza in almost every state I'm in, but mm. specifically for this story, West Virginia. That's fair. There was May snow 9th in- last year. May 9th, we had snow um, in 2020 during a pandemic because 2020 all in all was bullshit. So uh, it's been later than, than April. Yeah, that feels right. Apparently, it snowed in Pittsburgh today. A couple people here in the uh, in the chat. Yeah. If you're following along in the live video, give it a like, give it a share. We'd appreciate that. Um, Hi, everybody. Tim, how you doing? I'm good. Uh, check out the new lower third over here. Yo, look uh, at that with the with the new fancy dad of uh, the, uh, the the three count thirsty there with the with our names and the new logo. I like it. Uh, but things are good, man. Life is great. Uh, well, life is okay. I'm drinking uh, smart water, except they don't pay me, so what? you I drink non named water. What What about the supposed smart water? Is uh, what makes it smart? Anything? Anything? The price tag makes sense. Because I, because I have to be SMRT to buy expensive water <laughs> like this. However, is it from Fiji? Really... It's not from Fiji. That's the square no, bottle, right? The, yeah, and that the, I don't, I don't necessarily care for the square bottles, um, at all. Okay. Like, uh, I like this because it's very good, but the bottle is very inconvenient to put in stuff. Can't put anywhere because no. yes. you have to have a much larger cup holder to put the bottle in. Yeah, it's 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 not okay. What's up, Devin, Charlie, Jason, Justin, Chris, Scotty says, "How's the snow on the East Coast?" Well, I didn't get any today, thank God. Um, no, but uh, it can it can stay far away. Um, Matt, how you doing? I'm doing well on this Thursday evening. I know normally we save our um, what do you have to plugs towards the end of the show. But before it all goes to shit, as it normally does by hour two, I do want to make sure I'm taking the time here. A friend of the show, Felicia Rose, is going through some stuff this week. So um, if you are so inclined, visit her Twitter page. It's at Felicia Rose. She has a link to her GoFundMe account if you uh, have the means Please donate to her cause. It's a very good one. Um, and show your support to friend of the show, Felicia. And that uh, is how I'm doing. And I'm still on the smoothie kick. Um, so no tea, still smoothies. What, uh, what's in the smoothie tonight? Tea. Tea. <laughs> it is banana, strawberry, mango, and kiwi. Mm. Sounds pretty tasty. Sounds pretty I want to piggyback really quick off of Matt's. Sure, absolutely. Um. If you cannot give, the next best thing is to share. Yes. Uh, Be sure to, sometimes, you know, we're still in these troubling times. We get it. You know, there's there's stuff that's going on. Maybe you can't pull ducats out of your pockets. But a retweet retweet is one button press. Uh, A like is one press. Like, it's it's very easy to to spread the word about that because who knows that might get into somebody's eyes that uh, that can so uh, give or share as best as you can. Yeah, I'll jump on it too. Um, friend of the show, um, Matt's 
uh, co-host over at uh, the Wizwit Pod, uh, lost his brother this week uh, to cancer, uh, and he has they have a, um, a charity link for uh, Make a Wish. Uh, it's already exceeded its goal, but it's still going. So if you go to at uh, Game of Ant uh, on Twitter, um, you, can, you can find the link there. Again, if you have the means. If nothing else, you know, like like we said, give it a retweet. Uh, get some eyes on it. Um, our thoughts are, of course, with uh, Ant and his entire family. That that's a tough one. There's there's yeah, that's the thing. Like I and I have friends who have had a really rough week. They, you know, a friend of mine lost his uncle. Um, you know, it's it, it, there's there's a lot. There's still a lot of sadness uh, out there, but. Uh, you know, just reach out and check on your people. That, that that's a that's a good piece uh, of advice uh, to do that. So, uh, Felicia, Ant, thinking of you guys. Um, you know, continue. Uh, what happened to EC three? Charlie here in the comments said good vibes yeah, out. He's in the hospital. Oh shit! Did yeah. not know that. Been there for like five days or something. Damn. Well, yeah. Um, obviously. So on his on his Instagram, you have to check it out for. All sure. right, I have to. Yeah, I have to take a look at that. That's uh, that's no good, but. Uh, Get us back on track here. Intern Mark. How you doing? Hi, boys. I'm doing real good. I mean, real good. If Can I oh, piggyback hi, off of Jim's piggyback or, and Matt's sure, piggyback? Sure, uh, Tim's piggyback. Is that possible? Absolutely. All right. Um, yeah, so uh, if you guys uh, you know, support Felicia Rose, she's a very nice person. So I went out and I bought one of her shirts. And there it is. The, uh, there it is. I got to tell you, the, the boys and girls at Roots Market loved it on Tuesday. The Amish couldn't get enough of it. <laughs> so uh, if you can't donate or you want to buy a shirt or she has some other great items up there for grabs, um, go ahead and help her out. Definitely. So. Definitely. We uh, we love her. So um, yeah, you, you might want to relay that she's got an Amish market because, you know. They have a lot of spare time and disposable income. Those, they could help. Those, uh, they could help. <laughs> they absolutely could help. There's not, if they can raise a barn, they can raise some money. That You better believe it. They can raise some money real quick, especially on a Tuesday. Wow. Uh, I just saw this tweet uh, three minutes ago. Different, different new sound effect. From, uh, from Triple H. Upon learning of the disrespectful treatment some of our recently released talent received on behalf of the company, we took immediate action. Uh, the person responsible for this inconsiderate action has been fired and is no longer with WWE. I assume that this is in relation you, Vince. to the uh, to the um, the care package, I think, as she called it, uh, sent to Mickey James uh, with her some of her personal belongings. So. Uh, and apparently to Chelsea Green as well, because I saw a tweet from um, the Broski that because uh, Nick Aldis like tweeted that a second package from WWE had arrived. He didn't know what to do with it. <laughs> and uh, 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 Matt Cardona responded, um, do an unboxing video. Chelsea wouldn't let me do one for hers. So, um, so yeah, there we go. That uh, that person has been taken care of. So. Good. Wow. Yeah. Good riddance. That, that was very disrespectful. There we go. So I just saw that. Uh, Ryan. How you doing? Uh, I'm good. Now that everybody took anything to plug and <laughs> makes me look like the douchebag to not <laughs> talk any about like any sort of charity or, or anybody going through anything. But, um, you know, to, I guess, piggy front on everybody's piggybacking, definitely 
donate, spread the word if you can. Um, it's always important to spread them as far and as wide as you can. So uh, make oh sure we're spreading, spreading them deep, spreading them wide for um, for Felicia and our boy Ant. Um, I think one of them would agree with your statement. Yes. Uh, spread them wide. Yes. Like oh, almost. Run. New shirt as well uh, from the collar and elbow. Oh. oh, is that that's like um, oh. some it's like sort of a retro sort of nineties? Yeah, like I don't normally buy up, white t-shirts. Spread but it again. We're gonna spread it up. Spread it. Very nice. Follow an elbow. Uh, uh, promo code three count. I saved myself ten percent just by using the code three count. It's that easy. easy stuff. And, and how often can you save ten percent? You can save for ten percent today, tomorrow, and the day after tomorrow. Next week, next Tuesday, next Thursday. Uh, really, they like to spread it wide as well. You can save any day, but that's only on like new stuff, right? It does. You, you can save ten percent on clearance. Like this shirt was like seven bucks plus ten percent off. That makes it like six thirty. So that's how math works. So literally every single item for sale on store.collarandelbowbrand.com, you can get ten percent off. No, I'm actually not super sure of that. I'm not sure if like. Just go with the it. Brody say, shirt. Send, I don't, send, I'm send not going to say you can save money it. on like. Easily could have just said yes. Tell you what, just I'm not going to say that. Give it That's a try. Right. Give it a try for the like try. the Brody shirt for the tribute shirts. Give it a try. I just feel like those tribute shirts. The money goes to like the the, the Gaspar shirt. The money went to family. I don't know if they're like, yep, you can save ten. I don't know how that works. I'm going to be honest about that. I just don't. I'm not the Al Snows to know these things. But, but when whenever you make an order, put the promo code. You and mean to tell me you're not Al Snow? Believe it or not, I know uh, there's a lot going on here. This is the breaking news. Nope, wrong one. Wrong one. I hit the. You know what? I like the first one. The first one was fine. That was you're not tall. Al Snow. Also, yeah. Who who made the run sheet for this show? The first time I try to make my notes here. Nice. Can you even see it? I have to do three fucking question of the weeks. No, there's you only keep one. No, more and more questions for us to freaking have. No, no, no. Notes there's for. there's one official. There's one of it. There's one question of the week. There's other questions. Too many questions. We should just be talking. Charlie, about you DVR Dark Side of the Ring. You watch Three Count Thursday, and then you go and you can catch Dark Side without commercials. You're welcome. There well, you, you go. There's a life hack. You're dark side for just watch the pictures they put up on the screen and listen to us. <laughs> exactly. Wait, the new dark side of the ring drops today? No, no I think it's another. Uh, it's another. Uh, oh, okay, because I was about to the extended cut I, or whatever. Because I was about to have to leave because I'm not missing Pillman. <laughs> I think yeah, I think real, that's that beginning of May. Going to be real Next good. Two weeks, I think. Yeah. On a Thursday. Not sure. I don't think so. No, I think oh, okay. Wednesday, May nineteenth. Yeah, ch- check on that one. Um, but I'm doing well. We're all doing well. Uh, good to see that guy at WWE got fired. Okay, Charlie, just to say he's busting balls. All right, let's. Uh, uh, Ryan, did you want to plug uh, the banana runs by any chance? Or is that no, that's soon? the worst candy ever. <laughs> Stupid banana runs. They're hard as hell. They taste like shit. They go it, right in the it's trash. Fake can. banana. It's Stupid gross. To say that they are the worst candy ever. They are absolutely the worst candy that you can find in a box of runs. Okay. They're the worst run, yes. Boxes of runts. Runts in general is a is a bad candy, but you're choosing the only one that doesn't I don't, no, you're not bad candy. The, the They're good candy. Scraped off the bottom of a cotton candy machine and put like a little shell They're all they're all delicious flavors. You have apples. Uh, no. And then maybe another apple. I don't know what the green thing is. They both look like apples. Isn't it the apple's a green apple, right? Is the red's okay, not an a, apple? There's a there's a there's a oh maybe it's a strawberry. 
The strawberry tastes like shit. As there's, the a, there's a picture of a red owl. Maybe that's an orange. What did the snozberry taste like? That's an orange. Never mind. I got angered because an orange looked like an apple in the box. Yes, the orange one's the worst. The which one? Orange. No, that's, yeah, that's banana's the worst. Banana's the absolute worst. Banana's the only one that doesn't taste like the sugar they scraped out of the bottom of the cotton candy machine. Well, I, I wish I wish I that I can't. I wonder mean, if there's banana flavored cotton candy. I'm, I'm assuming that would be disgusting too. Oh, that that I gave bet, me can chills. Can I get the podcast on some sort of track? Really Tim, quick? yes, we, we go to we go to Tim in our Mar- in our Maryland office. Yes, Dark Side of the Ring season three debuts May sixth. May sixth, Thursday is a, a Thursday. Thursday. Oh, oh no, son of a bitch! Uh oh, Spadudios. You hate to see it. Recap yeah, Thursday with a special 90-minute episode. <laughs> with a, we could bang one out in 90 minutes. <laughs> with yeah, uh, just watch them on demand, right? Yeah. yeah. Just DVR yeah, them like an adult. But Vice, well, Vice is... My super, vi- super box doesn't record. What am I going to do? <laughs> Get <fine>. cable. <laughs> Try that. <laughs> Listen to the Spanish version that starts at 10. <laughs> I could. Just Never watch the Jim pictures. Ross you put Spanish. it together. Do you have uh, do you, do you have some vice news on your news and rumor rundown, Mark? Uh, I I do room? not. What uh, MLW? What when it when is that? It's just sometime spring it's, summer. Yeah, but MLW is joining them the, the uh, wrestling wars on cable. I like that. I like that a lot because I, I always like forget to like watch them wherever I can watch them. YouTube, I guess. They just announced. I think they're taping in Philly, and there's going to be a crowd. So limited crowd, a live yeah. audience. Uh, I don't know if it's capacity wise, but uh, it's at limited. But yeah, did it say okay? I didn't. I didn't. I didn't read. Yeah, in July. So yeah. uh, I know Charlie uh, and I were talking a little bit earlier. He's debating. Uh, going to be looking at tickets to going down. I, I heard it's going to be a peaceful event. <laughs> Stop that! Ridiculous. July in Philly is always a good time. <laughs> um. All right. Let's uh. Let Let's dig into this here. We have plenty to go over tonight. So let's uh. Let's get to our weekly segment. Come on, God damn it! Of course, we're looking at April the twenty second in, in uh, pro wrestling history. Two birthdays today: Ezekiel oh, Jackson. We lost Mark. Oh, he's gone. Ezekiel Jackson, born oh. in nineteen seventy eight, and Chuck Taylor, born in nineteen eighty six. Welcome uh, into the show, Chris and Jamie, watching along. Mark's back. Yay, back. Mark's here. Oh, I, had a, I had a phone call coming in. Oh my gosh. I'm- you got to put your phone on airplane mode with only Wi-Fi, Mark. Come poor, on. Poor Mark's father. father's calling him for help. He probably slipped, and Mark's like, I've got a podcast. <laughs> Sorry, Dad. I told him, I said, if there's any emergencies, it's got to wait till after the podcast. He knows. Because he's, oh, he's still interning for the podcast for college credit. That's true. I, that's that, right. That, OG that, knows. Van Wilder OG himself knows with the Three Count Thursday. Um, then we Mark, go honest to God real quick though. I've known your father for what? Four years, five years, maybe probably, we've yeah, gone, probably. we've gone to fairs together. We've thrown oh, baseballs we at clowns. Yeah. You're practically a member of the family now. I don't know his name. I only refer to him as OG. <laughs> well, he, he doesn't know your name. He only refers to you as Smokey. So okay, you're so even... we're fair. Though. Okay. never mind then. I don't even need to know his name. <laughs> Orenthal Gregory. Oh, geez. That is perfect. Uh, Charlie oh, says if anybody on the panel wants to go 
to MLW uh, to to get in contact with him. He wants to. Okay. He, he wants to. He wants to know. Oh uh, then, then we we go back o, to. Oh is uh, his name is John, but he goes by Jack. Ah, that, that checks out. There you go. Yeah. Uh, we go oh, back OG. to 1988. Uh, the WWF tapes the 16th edition of Saturday Night's main event at the Springfield Civic Center in Springfield, Massachusetts. The show aired on NBC on April the 30th. Uh, three episodes of Wrestling Challenge were also taped afterwards, featuring the debut of ring announcer Mike McGurk. On this day. 1996, Monday Night War continued with WWF Monday Night Raw beating WCW Monday Nitro 3.3 to 2.7 in the ratings. Uh, Monday Night Raw was taped uh, on April 1st at the Orange Pavilion in San Bernardino, California. It was main evented by Mankind defeating Aldo Montoya with a mandible claw. Uh, Monday Nitro uh, was live that week. Uh, they also taped the next week's show uh, at the Albany Civic Center in Albany, Georgia. It was main evented by The Giant winning the WCW World Heavyweight Championship Defeating Ric Flair after a choke slam, this started the Giants' second uh, WCW title reign. On this day. 2000, ECW held their fifth and final Cyber Slam event at the ECW Arena in Philly in front of 1,600 fans. Uh, the show featured nine matches, and Just Incredible defeated Tommy Dreamer uh, to win the ECW World Heavyweight Championship for the first time in the main event. On this day. 2010, WWE released the following talents, Shelton Benjamin, Mickey James, Funaki, Jimmy Wang Yang, Slam Master J, Katie Lee Birch, and Mike Knox. On this day. In 2013, E! announces the new series Total Divas, uh, which will reveal the real women behind the WWE Divas that proves the drama is even bigger when they step outside the ring. The show ran for nine seasons before production had been halted due to the COVID-19 pandemic. And those were the events that occurred on this day. April the 22nd in pro wrestling history. Boy, I forgot all about Slam Master J. Oh, we got to get intern Mark back in here. And he full on dropped out of the. He got a call. There we go. Mark, what are you doing? To, you, now you're, you're, you're all vertical. What, Mark, you're. <laughs> Give me a heart attack is he's what he's doing. He's got the verticals going. Oop, there he goes. Mark, you are a mess. <laughs> I, I'm a mess today. That was totally my bad. Oh my! God. I hit a button. Get your get your shit together, Mark. We're trying my to pre- present a, a professional product <laughs> here. Are we up to the three count question of the week yet? Uh no, we're not quite there yet. We are not quite there yet. No, we, but Mickey yeah. James got released uh, five days ago and five years ago, or something like that. <laughs> uh, Eleven years ago. Oh, 11. And I, there may have been another one between. Then and now, I'm not sure. You kind of lose track of those sometimes, unfortunately. Uh, but we do have um, this is something we started a week ago. We said, I think we said on the show that that we wanted to have some sort of of jingle or something. And yes, here we go. Let's hit it. Since John Huntley, Cesaro, way before Gargano, there was Savage and Roddy and Saturdays on NBC. It's fucking amazing. It's so yeah. good. I like that a lot. It, it is Timmy's so good. Voice. My God, I didn't do that. Oh, my God. 
I, I outsourced. Voice. I and you know people that have beautiful voices. I do Matt, a big, a beautiful voice. A big, huge, humongous shout out to uh, my boys, uh, Mark Mauer, aka Just Wall Games on Twitter, and David Kincannon, aka DeWiki, aka the Jingle Meister, aka the Sneaker Dean. Uh, that's my Jingle Meister for Founder Wrestling Place <sighs> and Viewers Choice. Um, yeah, but DeWiki is on vocals. And uh, Just Wall is on instrumentals. And I have been told by explicitly one of them, but probably both of them, if we need more, let them know. Good good to know. They might regret that, but good to know. Every, uh, yeah. every segment gets a jingle. <laughs> I mean, that's how I am on mine. Every, like, every single one. Like every season's got a jingle. Every little thing's got a jingle, man. It's so good, but uh, yes, definitely, definitely a huge, huge thank you to them again. We are uh, that's a big upgrade from the question of the week jingle that we have. I don't know. I mean that that one is uh, a banger. It's iconic. But, yeah, that the three count question of the week. I mean, I feel like this one has music and everything and talent behind it. Um, <laughs> this one's so much better. Ryan, do but not sell Al yourself Snow. short. I'm not Al Snow. Damn it! I just bought his shirt. I thought you changed. I thought on became... clearance, uh, plus ten percent off. Plus ten percent, percent extra off. That's impressive. I'll be darned. So of course it is our uh, wrestler of the week. We will nominate three. If you go to threecountthursday.com, there is now a section for the wrestler of the week outlining you know the points per week and uh, and and the breakdown. And then there is a link to the ongoing uh, spreadsheet that thank God Tim takes care of this and not me. Um, but it'll go straight to it, so you can keep up to date on the. Tim loves to spread them. He, I love spreading them, man. He Just does spread them, love Tim. to spread them. But um, does anybody want to kick us off with their three wrestlers of the week? Tim, we'll go to you. I will. It's my. This is my love, my passion project. Um, but of course, we're gonna start from the bottom. Uh, he's a made man this this week uh, with an impressive matchup and victory over Randy Orton on Monday Night Raw. Uh, my third place nominee for Wrestler of the Week is the original bro, Riddle. I almost put Randy Orton instead of Riddle, but I gave it to the winner instead of the loser. Uh, number two is a man who's continually trying to prove himself, uh, a man who's trying to outwork everyone and uh, a person who put on a fantastic match with somebody in the form of uh, powerhouse Hobbs on dynamite. It is going to the instant classic Christian cage. And at number one in probably one of the better women's matches I've seen in AEW so far, um, the reigning defending undisputed AEW world women's or women's world champion, Hikaru Sheeter. Uh, solid list. Solid list, Tim. Uh, anybody want to go next? Tim, that's great. I think you have a, a great call with that was probably one of the best. Ty Conti has improved so much since her post NXT days to where she, you know, was at yesterday. That's, uh, I can't argue with that. It's a great, a great list. I guess I can go next if I'm talking. Sure. Go ahead. It doesn't matter. Thanks. Go ahead. You know what, Matt, go ahead. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> None of us can go. All right, I will go then. Well, I um, thought that's what we said we were doing. In the third spot this week, I have Kevin Owens. Um, 
I just kind of felt like it should go to someone who won a match. Um, I, I, kind of a toss-up for me with the number three spot, just because we don't have the highs of the WrestleMania week and everything. Um, number two, I thought O'Reilly had a solid match on NXT. Um, one of the better finishing matches uh, to a show, only to be outshined for the number one honors, similar to Tim's Sheeter. Best women's match in AEW I've seen. Very good. Yeah, it was uh, it was a solid one as well. Good list, Matt. Uh, Ryan, we'll go to you. Great. Uh, I I actually came prepared this week. I'm so excited because I did my notes. I'm proud uh, of my you. number three wrestler, and I feel like this is the only time I'm going to be able to put her on the list. Um, from Impact Wrestling is Jazz. Uh, big win uh, with her tag partner uh, Jordan Grace over Kira Hogan and Tasha Steeles, um, who was not a guest on the show apparently. Um, was she a guest on the show? She wasn't a guest. Tasha Steeles was. What I meant, she was a former guest of the show. Tasha right. At, same with Kira Hogan as well. Yes, yeah. yes. We have all sorts of guests from Impact Wrestling. <laughs> um, and then she retired from professional wrestling. A hell of a career. Um, in my mind, she's a surefire Hall of Famer in any promotion, be it uh, Impact's Hall of Fame that they do, the WWE Hall of Fame. I think she absolutely deserves to be in there as well um a class act got to call one of her matches so that was kind of a highlight of my um short uh, commentary career so far uh number two is riddle i think uh, a big win over randy orton should put him on this list um the shtick doesn't get old with him i thoroughly enjoy everything about matt riddle um and my number one is kyle o'reilly the guy opens nxt um, kind of has that moment with Karrion Cross, a little bit of foreshadowing. Um, it ends with a banger of a match between him and Cameron Grimes to end NXT. So if you're going to bookend NXT, um, what I still think is the hottest brand in pro wrestling today, that'll put you at my top of the list every week. Very good. Mark, you want to go? You want me to go? Um, you know what, I'll go ahead and go. All right. Is that all right, Jim? Are you upset? No, no, that, that's fine. Were you, were you asking to be polite or did you really want to go next i was i was totally being polite you can you can go ahead you're a good person all right i'm trying to remember i put down uh number three was uh i think it did kashida is that what they call him the uh, cruiserweight champion <laughs> that's what western stage champion nxt that buddy had a buddy Maybe you should have went. I thought I had a great match on NXT last night. I enjoyed it a lot. <laughs> Jesus Christ. NXT was two nights ago. Two nights ago, yeah. That really, no, right. on, that really yeah, fucked me up this week for some reason. I don't uh, know if it's because it was the first week yeah, after like the WrestleMania be. high, but all day Wednesday I was thinking it was Thursday, and I was like, I got to get ready for the show, and then I realized it was Wednesday. Today I thought Wednesday. it was Friday, so I almost... If it wasn't for our group text, I probably would have realized I would have forgot that we had a show today. So, but Mark, Mark, who is your number right. two? Number two, I did uh, Ricky Skaggs' uh, sister uh, Zoe Starks. Doesn't he wrestles at AEW? Is that right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is that Ricky Skaggs? Is he fucking Ricky Skaggs? Yeah, sure did. Sure did, Ryan. So. I did Zoe because I thought she put on a hell of a match. You didn't and, pick uh, Zoe. You picked Ricky Starks. <laughs> it's on Ricky the Starks. effing screen. It you just typed says, it in the chat. You it said says Starks. Starks. <laughs> That's his name. So who is it? 
Is it Zoe or is it Ricky? <laughs> I meant Zoe. I, oh, my God. God damn it. This guy. This effing guy making me have to change effing graphics in the middle. Oh. Goddamn nothing. Will you stop? Now I got to effing. I got to fucks with everything. Oh, wait. Oh. God. Tim, I'm sorry if I upset you. Oh, you, oh I, you're. I thought I, I upset him saying that. certain names, and wait this he's really forked. Oh it's my bad. God. I'm Ooh. sorry. I went with Zoe. We're not even a half an hour into this show, and it's off the rails. We're, boy, we're, this is bad. That's how good it is. I'm, I upset Tim. Brian doesn't like banana runs. You straight pissed him off. I don't think it's even. This is. This I think is it's beyond bad. upset at this point. Yeah, I should have clarified the uh, what Starks it was. Could have been uh, Ricky Starks. It could have been Ricky Skaggs. And uh, I know for sure number one was uh, O'Reilly Auto Parts. That's where I go for all my automotive needs. Okay. I look no further than O'Reilly Auto Parts because they put on a great performance this past Tuesday. And if you're going to bookend getting your car serviced between the morning and the afternoon, where better to go than at O'Reilly's Auto Parts? Feel like Doing live. Have, just isolate the oh 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 Riley jingle now. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm hoping for. We're waiting for it. All right. I always sit in my head anytime I hear it. Oh oh, I do no. too. Oh, Kyle, Kyle, O'Reilly. O'Reilly. Tim, are you calm down now? No, I'm fucking hot. He he's upset. I'm so upset. Who are that you saying my, that my to? Bad. E.T. over your corner? Yeah, he's obviously the only person. Auto parts. Oh, that was else, so good. Does anyone else make a fart noise at the end of the commercial? Uh, no, I don't. Auto farts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, God. Mark, now we're going to lose him again. Big Jim, oh, what's your my. picks? Get it on the All right. Uh, number three, uh, I'm going to go with the guy who defeated Randy Orton on Raw. Uh, this past Monday, I thought it was a really good match. I'm going to go with Riddle. Uh, number two, I'm going to go with the woman who is now 334 days and counting your AEW Women's World Champion, Hikaru Sheeter. Um, and number oh. one uh, is the, the 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 jingle man himself, Kyle O'Reilly. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Oh, you can cut that up so many different ways too. Jim. Yeah, there's, there's gonna be there's gonna be a lot of cutting going That's on. That's one of in my there. favorites. But it's already. Uh, it's definitely it's de- it'll it'll be on the board uh, by uh, by next week for sure. Um, he's uh, does any is anybody else's? I don't know if bothered's the right word, but I chuckle at at Kyle O'Reilly's ring entrance. It 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 cracks me up. I don't know what he's doing. Done it for years. It. I hate it. It's. Not like that, man. Unless it just looks different because it's by himself now. Because he's not wearing it. Because he's not carrying a championship belt. No, because he's half-assing it. He's too cool to do it. Oh, it's uh, it's, it's this too... is cool. This is cool, Kyle. Man, it's it's it's, it's tough. I he wears not... sunglasses. He does. I'm not here. I'm sorry. I, I'm not here for cool, Kyle. Man, he wears denim jackets. That's because he's Canadian. And straw hats. Eh? <laughs> and oversized sunglasses. I I just I Pretty I just days. think he is such a I d I don't know. I feel like You think Triple H would allow him to actually half ass it. 
I think that he's half-assing the air guitar because I think that they're trying to get him to go get away from it. But like, yeah, because he's like he's he's, he's like air guitaring it. without guitar. He's just he's a, because he doesn't have a championship. To he guitar did it without one. it. Yeah, he used to do it without it. Yes, it's rough. It's rough. It's, it's it just fantastic. looks like he's it looks like he's got full body hiccups. Yeah, that that's a that's a great way to put that. That is a fantastic way to put that. But uh, you Tim, guys just don't appreciate art, and that's fine. <laughs> that's the that's our problem. We don't appreciate you, art. You're, you're telling me I don't appreciate art, Al Snow? <laughs> not Al Snow. You're not. I'm. I've never been Al Snow. I don't. All right. I, I don't, feel like there was a time where you were. I Al was Snow? one half of the new rockers, but I am definitely not Al Snow. <laughs> ah, he's Leaf Casting. Leif Erickson? <laughs> yes. Also, in like my, we were talking hey, before the show on on the pre-show about loading. I, I loading up on like some extra eight by tens that I just purchased. I definitely bought a new Rockers eight by ten that's uh, signed by Marty Janetti, uh, and I just have to meet Al Snow and get him to sign it as Leif uh, Erickson, and it'll be great. Or Leif Cassidy. Excuse me, sir. I'm a part of Three Count Thursday, <laughs> a affiliated podcast of the Collar and Elbow brand. Use promo code Three Count. Try to sell them on that. Can you please <laughs> sign this autograph for ten percent less than you sign it for anyone else? I'll use I'll use my code. Tell me how that goes. <laughs> so, after every one of us have made our picks, after finally getting them out of Mark's hands, uh, we do have a a lineup for our our three count wrestler of the week. Uh, Of course, top four vote getters get points towards the year end standings in fourth place with three points. It's Christian cage and Zoe Stark. (laughs) It's in all caps. I have to scream it. I like that. Five points. Riddle second place, 13 points. Hikaru Sheeter. Her and number one for the week. Earning top billing is Kukow, Kyle O'Reilly. And, uh, I, I should probably just keep that screen open. Yeah. Oh, don't play it again. Yes, play it again. Oh, no, this is like a full commercial. Don't do the auto. Stop it. I talked too much shit about Cool Kyle, and now he's taking over the podcast. He done did it. I did done How did it. How's Kyle's mom? She's got it going on. <laughs> um, I heard she was she's a, a little bit she's a, big, she's a bitch. And unfriendly. She's a bitch. That's it. But our wrestler of the year standings through two weeks, uh, we're going to try to keep a top ten as things progress. But top billing right now, if it all ended today, the the trophy would be split in half. Half would go to Bianca Belair, and half would go to Kukow! Oh, 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 O'Reilly! Auto Parts! Sheeter and Roman Reigns with seven points. Riddle and Cesaro with four points. Uh, Giant Gonzalez's daughter, Raquel, Sheamus, Jazz, Christian Cage, and Zoe Stark! All have one point. Is that going to be a thing? Do we all have to yell it if we ever no, talk about just, just this you. week and just, just, just you. me? Okay. Just I, I can't wait till Mark completely forgets who she is again, and she never appears on these lists. <laughs> <laughs> can't wait. 
You know he's just going to vote for her every week now. She's not even going to have a match. I I saw her in the crowd in 205 Live. I didn't vote (laughs) What's the criteria for wrestler of the week? Do they have to be in a match? They have to have been featured on television in any capacity. I almost put, so in my honorable mentions, I almost had MJF break my top three. On the promo alone. The promo was great. Like, his promo was solid. And Jericho is... Jericho... stoned? He he is... He was... Was he he just really sweaty? uh, His eyes were bloodshot as hell. Because he might might have been on Molly. A little bit of the bubbly. A little bit of the Molly. (laughs) He didn't... I mean, I know we joke about the bloated corpse of Chris Jericho, but woof, that was tough. Blood and guts might be a thing. <laughs> he got a, he got some uppers from Shane McMahon. Oh, oh, oh boy! No, nope, wrong money. one. Yes, he messed up. The best fuck. in the world. Oh. 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 <laughs> Play that Kyle O'Reilly part over the Shane McMahon for me. Fuck it. I think that uh, O'Reilly Auto Parts is going to become the like Shane McMahon to someone on here. It, it, I love it. it, it I like, never get old. It's fantastic. Um, I don't know if they're going to want me saying the f word over that. All the the. Time. the um, like they're a sponsor. <laughs> Jer- Jericho's <laughs> promo segment, like I felt like it started okay. I thought it had a good ending, but the 14 and a half minutes in between just felt like the longest indie promo I've ever sat through. That's just what it felt like to me. <laughs> I do love how MJF brought up the fact that Jericho does in fact book himself with the hottest acts in all of the world and then just assume that it's him that made them hot and not the fact that he just saddled, he tagged along with like the cool thing right. at the time. Cause he did that back in WWE too. Oh, sure. With, with Dean Ambrose. And then with, I mean, he was set up to do it on his debut interrupting the That's rock. Right. The rock. Yeah. I mean, it's been his whole career. That's a good point. Good on him, and Goldberg, though. WCW, he tried to get a feud with Goldberg. Right. Yeah, it didn't work out too well. Um, no. I finally sat down and watched uh, the Stone Cold session with him. That was fantastic. Yeah. It was so real good. good. Yeah. And they, they didn't leave any stone unturned. Like, they, they went balls out. That was a fantastic watch. I didn't know it was like two and a half hours, but it was real good. Yeah, I, yeah, I thought it was great. I enjoyed that one a lot. I still need to go back and watch the the Orton one because I did hear good things. Um, on that. So, any other any other thoughts uh, or comments on the wrestler of the week? I feel like we should close the segment with the song too, and just beat the hell out of that, like everything else we do. Since John Moxley, Cesaro, way before Gargano, there was Savage and Roddy and Saturdays on NBC. These five guys on Facebook are gonna take a hard look. Recount Thursday brings to you the wrestler, wrestler, wrestler of the week. The three count. 
question of the week. Uh, so we're going to go from one right into the other. Um, this one is kind of tied to the um, the Austin documentary, and we're going to talk about Stone Cold Steve Austin, but um, I just it all kind of blends together. But I put out there, who is one superstar that if you could bring them back for one more met, like in their prime, I'm not talking like, you know, we'll Goldberg's bones out again, you know, at a hundred years old. But if you have a superstar in their prime that you could bring back for one, for one match, who, like, who would that be? And, and maybe even who there, who it would be against. But, uh, does anybody want to kick us off? Well, this is where I put Shane McMahon down, but since we already did the sounder, I'll, Skip over that. I have to come up with a new one now. How the fuck was Shane McMahon ever in his prime? Like, get out of here. (laughs) I mean, he's in his prime sweating years right now. 2001? The match with uh, with Kurt Angle was real good. And Steve Blackman was real good. The stuff with Blackman was solid. He just fell off of a bunch of high stuff. Yeah, his feud with uh, X Pac at WrestleMania was just phenomenal stuff. That was, that was big. You're that a was heel man. He's in prime sweating years now, but I know that. <laughs> um, I did have a bunch written down. I will go with um, a feud with currently the Fiend, and I would like to see an entire program, not just one match, but a program with Jake the Snake Roberts. Oh. Okay. Get behind that. That I, sounds real good. I mean, I don't. Need, I don't know how. Like, cause, like I know we discussed last week about the, like the, the his like Bray's match quality is not always the greatest unless he's working with Roman Reigns. But I feel like the lead up to it, it wouldn't matter. I feel like Jake's matches weren't great. It was all psychology yeah. and mind games. So I'm totally down with that. And he stood up really cool out of the corner. <laughs> He did. <laughs> but so did DDP. Yeah. Yeah, but Jake did it first. Wah. It's just a case of the, the Simpsons did it. I'm just... <laughs> uh, anybody else want to go next? I can go. Sure, go I'll ahead. Go. Um, if I had to go into the Wayback Machine and pull somebody out in their prime, I think... I'm going to pull Kurt Angle out Ooh. and literally run him against anyone like him and Seth, him and Roman, him and Drew, like Drew, him and Dean or not Dean, John Moxley, uh, him and Cesaro. Like literally you could pick <laughs> anybody from any of the top promotions and Kurt Angle pre Percocet, Pre-neck, post-neck, but pre-neck. So, like, pre-WrestleMania. Right, because he won the Olympics with a broken freaking neck. Yeah, so, like, pre-WrestleMania 19, Kurt Angle. Holy cow. Like, yeah, it's got to be Kurt. Like that. Matt or Mark, you guys want to go? You want me me to go? Mark, go ahead. I'll go ahead and go. I think if I could take somebody from their prime... It would be uh, the Macho Man Randy Savage. I would take the Macho Man. I'd love to see a match between Macho Man and CM Punk. Ooh. I think that would be great. I think CM Punk would like it a lot, too. 
for oh, half, yeah. a sec- half a second there. I thought he was going to put Randy Savage and Ricky Skaggs against each other. <laughs> oh, in a mandolin on a pole match. God. <laughs> Ricky Skaggs would tear apart the monster, man. You know that. And Elizabeth would probably end up leaving with Skaggs. Probably. Probably. <laughs> Jeez. Um, Matt, you want to go? You want me to go? No, I'll go. Um, I will choose someone who I feel like during her prime, the women's division was very different than it is now. So I would like to see China in her prime wrestle China because of the way that the women's division the past few years has been. I think she would have been a phenomenal talent in this time. Not that she wasn't. It's just very different than versus now. Absolutely. That That's a great one. What exactly are you calling China height of powers? Like, what is China? What is her, that prime for you for her? Um, probably close to like her King of the Ring entrance. Okay, like ninety eight, nine, nine. Yeah, I think that, is that good housekeeping, China. China. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking a look. I'm just double checking to make sure I'm right. Because she had like a solid run there, but it was like mainly men's division, like her feud with Jericho in there, like all of that time, just because they had no women's oh. division. <laughs> if you're, I'm going to just break Jim here. So if you're having China, um, oh, take, and then like the board a, reloads. China. <laughs> I mean, if if she has a strong women's division, I think that she carries that, and we probably don't even see like a true divas belt at that point. I think she just carries the women's title straight through to what we have now. That's a great point, uh, Jason. Here in the comments is Bruno in a program with Cena. Uh, that could that be a really fun one uh, for me. I'm going to go kind of in similar reasons. Um, that that Tim picked Kurt Angle, but I'm going to go with Owen Hart. Um, you know, I, 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 they they touched on on the Dark Side of the Ring episode how and on and on other uh, documentaries about him that you know he was what a year or so from like the Radicals coming in and and kind of the this shift in the division um, and like the the wrestling style and some of the like the work that Owen could have done. Uh, with some of the superstars that were that were yet to to come into the WWF at the time, um, you know, and obviously that that all got cut short. And maybe he would have retired too, because there was talks that, you know, he was he was looking towards retirement. And maybe he wouldn't even have been there when when some of those came in. But um, you know, as much of a Bret Hart mark that I am, I, I've I've always said that you know if 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 Owen would have gotten the same shine, I think Owen would have been infinitely greater than uh than than brett i think i think owen was every bit the technician that brett was and then he had the the agility that brett just didn't have so um owen hart in his prime would have been would have been my number one there yeah owen would owen's a slam dunk just because in in his time in, in 98 prior to his death he's like in there with like his matches with shamrock are really good mm-hmm and like him being partnered up with Dan Severn, but then like he gets caught up with Triple H for a, a spell, and then Jarrett comes in and they're tag champs, and that's like it's literally like Owen saving grace for the the for the most part yeah. with him and in Double J, but man, if he'd have stuck around and he gets to ninety nine, 
He's got the radicals. He's got Kurt Angle. He waits a little bit longer. Like 99, he gets Jericho. Yeah. He was like, 34 when he died. Crazy. Yeah. Like he would have, oh. if he was, if he was 34 when he died in 99 or 98 and he wrestled 10 years, that puts him through 2008. He died in 99, not 98. Was it 99? I thought yeah. it was over May the of 1999. Yeah, it was 99. Okay. So if it was 99, then he's he's here till 09, and he goes through, he, he gets through Randy Orton and John Cena, and he's there for CM, the beginnings of CM Punk, and like, he he's there for a lot of like the guys who we look at now as kind of like the leaders of that new, post-attitude era group. Yeah. I don't know if this is the right time to bring it up, but later in the show, we're going to do a what if segment. And one of the three that I wrote down is what if Owen Hart said no to the blue blazer because of the same thing, Jim, that you had said, I thought he would outshine Bret Hart and that next 10 ish years, even if he did another five or six, it it just unbelievable talent gone way, way too soon. And it would have definitely, I think Jim would be talking about how he's a Owen Hart mark more than a Bret Hart mark. And you could even like drag that a step further too. And like, not to, not to jump into that other segment, but like what if Owen would have left with Bulldog and Rick rude and Jim Neidhart after the screw job, mm-hmm. like Owen's the only one of the Hart family who stuck around and if even one of the hearts had stayed in WWF, maybe one of them would have spoke up for Owen or, or if not do that. Or if, you know, the Brett doesn't go to WCW, you know, if that 20 year deal of him and Vince can work out something that, um, you know, it's, it's less money, it's less years, it's whatever, whatever the case may be. But if that relationship doesn't break down then you know i i think that's even even a much bigger you know what what could have been what if because you know I can't wait for this segment yeah he, like you know the ball we could the, do a what if segment every week and bring different things to the God, table i want to just jump into it like, and just right now spiral and then just take large chunks of the podcast just playing what if well let's let's close out because like i said i kind of yeah, tied... i'm not trying to force it i'm no. just saying i didn't i didn't want to have this conversation no it, it, it's and or- then have it again in it's organic and it, and it happened but but like in terms of like superstars in their prime you know and, and talking about those what ifs and and it's tied to owen hart um as well unfortunately is is you know stone cold steve austin you know had had the neck injury and you know that cut down his career there's 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 no way to deny that that it, that it cut down his career because like i mean that that austin that Austin time was, was so short. And like, you know, as I'm, as I'm watching the documentary and I'm, and they're talking about merchandising and they're talking about, you know, all the different things merchandising, merchandising. that, you know, the, the, the crowd pops. And even to this day, when we, we hear the glass chatter, I mean, it's, it's there, there's nothing like it. So it kind of got my, my brain going like, and I, I've had a discussion with, with, uh, Ernest from the take three wrestling podcast, about this and 
I, I always I always think the answer is yes. Is Stone Cold Steve Austin the biggest superstar in I mean not just WWE history, obviously WWE, but in pro wrestling history? Like is he is he the number one? Like we've always talked about Hogan. We've always you know that there's there's always some that are up near the top, but in in terms of just maybe just in that wrestling capsule because we can look at the rock and we can you know that people that maybe have broken out of the wrestling bubble that have become you know mainstream names elsewhere um but in terms of of, of the wrestling business uh, is austin the the number one superstar ever i feel like he is because i feel like you know to this day and obviously you know the things that Terry has done has diminished what Hulk Hogan is to, you know, in, in, in 2021. And, you know, I know if like the rocks music hit, but, but even there was times when the, like the rock shine didn't work for Roman Reigns. Like, I feel like there's not a situation where if Austin comes out and kind of gives that endorsement to somebody that it's not going to work. I feel like Austin's the one that, that kind of changed everything. And he kind of, they said it on the A&E documentary, which if you haven't watched that, my God, it is so good. But he kind of pulled the WWE, WWF up and saved them practically. So um, and whoever wants to, to jump in, but is Austin the biggest superstar in wrestling history? Absolutely. Bar none. At the height of wrestling popularity there stood two, maybe three men, Goldberg for WCW, Stone Cold Steve Austin, and The Rock for the WWE. And in my mind, you can look at from the moment that glass shatters, the pop that he received, it will will never be matched. Wrestling, I don't think will ever be as popular as it was back in the, I mean, I was, uh, we were in high school. We're high school age. Middle school, high school, yeah. And and the Rock and Stone Cold, and we're going to school, and people we never knew as wrestling fans are wearing wrestling shirts. You go to Walmart, you find wrestling t-shirts. You go to the flea markets and Roots and the Green Dragons, you find wrestling shirts. They were everywhere, and They're they were Stone Cold Steve Austin shirts, DX shirts, yeah, but they were Stone Cold shirts. Middle fingers in the air. You'd go to the show. You'd have the seven-year-old in front of you giving the middle fingers. Or if they know? don't give the middle finger, the mom. I'm the sure. Mom's telling I'm them sure from Lebanon County, making them stick the middle fingers <laughs> in Lebanon the air. County. For sure, Lebanon. For County. sure, Lebanon County. Area County. As well. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, yeah, that's true. There are there are some. Any of the outliers around yeah, here? Sure. Definitely teaching their kids. Lebanon or North, Lebanon or North and West from Lebanon. There will never be anybody more popular. Right, because you in wrestling you, and Stone Cold Steve Austin, and obviously we'll, we'll go around. But like you, you hit on the second part of my question, and and I agree with you. I don't think it ever like can anyone or anything ever get near that level. And I, I just Never. I don't think it. I don't think it ever will. I really don't. Um, I mean, the only other thing again I can think of, and it really goes back to like that initial pop, is the opening bars to like Real American in the eighties. Bop, bop, Hulk Hogan, pop. Sure, that glass shatter, man. That fucking changed the game yeah everybody knew business was about to pick up once that glass shattered and and, and it was boss to the wall just everything about it like i can visualize the signs just the crowd it, what a special time in wrestling we're never going to get it again for sure 
Tim, Matt, Mark, um, thoughts? Um, I'm going to say it's not Austin. I'm I'm gonna and I and I hate to give the devil his due, but redacted for the simple fact that Joey Ryan? No, not him. Oh no, H H brother. Oh, um, the thermos man. There's just so many redacteds in wrestling. Anymore. I was gonna say it's hard to keep track. <laughs> I know, I know, it's tough, and that's a shame. But no, it, to me, it's Hogan for for the simple fact that at least with Austin, to your point. There were other factors at play during Austin's rise. What? That made wrestling big. Because during the same time that you got that going on, Austin 316 takes place, what, June of 96? The NWO forms in June of 96. So at the same time, you've got the NWO and Austin 316 at the same time. And like both, both boats raising at the same time, they're, they're, they're chasing each other, but Austin doesn't get, Austin doesn't get to the superstardom until what Royal Rumble 97, maybe. So True, it and then the, then winning the title. Yeah, but I think even before that, because it was the, all the build up with, um, well, it, it was really that run between SummerSlam and the Royal Rumble. After Austin gets dumped on his head and he can't wrestle, and he's stunning everybody. Oh, that's true. So summer, August ninety or September ninety six until or ninety seven. No, September or September ninety seven until right. King, Royal Rumble ninety eight. So it was right. King of the Ring 97, right? Well, no, it was – what year was what year was the curtain call? Because the curtain call – That was 96, so yeah. I, I get the point, Tim, but like still being active, still received the biggest pops of the night just stunning people. I mean, there's I – mean, It was that yes. simple. The guy doesn't even have to work matches to I be the most over guy. Right, but we get – He's definitely the most over star, but to say he's the biggest – is and I'll, I'll go after Tim, but yeah, I'm on, I'm on Tim's side here. Where I think we're saying that Stone Cold is super over and always will be, and I, I think that's true. Probably the most over, especially with what's happened. But to say the biggest, I think, kind of downplays how important Hulk was and discredits a lot of what was going on during Stone Cold's time. And, and Hulk, and the point being is that Hulk was the star that raised everyone else up to him. It was Hulkamania and rock and wrestling. It wasn't like everything else happening at the same time. Austin 316 doesn't get to where it is unless he feuds with Bret Hart. And then like the feud with Bret Survivor Series 96 through King of the Ring or through WrestleMania. And then after that, Bret's got to get screwed at SummerSlam 90 or at Survivor Series 97 for Vince McMahon to even hitch his wagon to that during that year and a half time between the birth of Austin 316 and the peak of Stone Cold Steve Austin. So many other things have happened in wrestling because you've also got DX that springs up at the same time. 
The Rock debuts. Goldberg is on the cusp of showing up because he shows up in end of 97, beginning of 98. Um, But the outsiders have already gone over. NWO is going crazy. NWO is crushing, or WCW is crushing the ratings at the time. That's that's true as well. Tim, you've got a great point. And really, when I think Hogan, I think of like 80s Hogan before he ever leaves. Because I think like yellow and red Hogan in WCW was incredibly watered down. And for some reason, I just never give him enough credit with the NWO. So like the NWO factor in Hogan's career definitely pushes him over the edge for me. You have done enough for me to change my vote and say, Jim, you're wrong. It is absolutely Hulk Hogan. Wow. All right. Wow. You did it. But Austin, like Austin to me, no one will be as hot as Stone Cold Steve Austin. But to be as big, like, it's got to be the Hulkster. All right. Hogan carried wrestling in the 80s. Because, I mean, when we're talking about Hogan, like, we've we've also mentioned austin the rock i mean taker was big back then mankind was the reason that the ratings even came to wwf because of that time when they were just leaking spoilers so there's like four or five wrestlers that you can talk about with austin at that time that are building this brand making it huge like can you name four or five wrestlers during hulk's time that are like on that level with hulk uh, I mean, at the beginning, I mean, Andre, but he was near the end of Andre, Warrior, maybe. But right. Warrior wasn't until WrestleMania 6. Yes, yeah, so there's three more years. Savage. WrestleMania Ma- the Mega Powers three. explode. He doesn't get hot until 3. Like, the top, stars, the top <laughs> stars at WrestleMania 1 is... Paul Orndorff. Is Paul Orndorff, Roddy Piper. They had to bring in Mr. T... And Cindy Lauper. True. And like. Okay, act like WCW didn't bring in Jay Leno. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I get that. (laughs) But that was in like 99. The guy that screwed Conan. Conan screwed Conan. That was Jay Leno. (laughs) Conan screwed Conan. (laughs) I think think he screwed uh, Letterman first, didn't he? Yeah, Leno. Leno, Leno, what a prick. Um, Yeah. Mark, so we don't forget about your who what's your what's your take on this? I don't I just don't want to forget you, about you. Don't forget about me. I'm right here. Hi, you know, Mark. honestly going into this, my I was really oh, hi, thinking Mark. stone cold hands down. Hi boys. But uh after after listening to Tim's argument or his point of view, I really think you gotta say it was Hogan, because Hogan had the eighties. He was the WWF in the eighties or at least a good chunk of the 80s. And then I don't know that the New World Order would be nearly as big as they were without Hogan. Uh, Hall and Nash alone, are they're great stars and they have star power. And But, boy, if you didn't put Hogan in that mix, I don't think it would have I mean, taken off like it King did. Mabel was supposed to be the third man, right? I mean, I don't think there it would have had rumors. the same. <laughs> Come on. Mabel would really... Uh, <laughs> Boy, that would be something. Probably wouldn't have had Maybe like. There's nobody. Man. There's nobody else that can make that. that I mean, that that's yeah. a good point. Like, there's nobody no. else that can make that moment. I mean, that, what was the other one? Sting. I mean, there's a great what if. Yeah. You know what yeah. if they Sting went was with the third Sting. man? Yeah, I I think they went with Sting. It would be uh, it would be big, but it wouldn't be nearly as big. And I think it would fizzle out a lot faster than what it did. 
Yeah. Yeah, so another way to, like, grade everything is to look at it from the time, the era in which they the biggest star wasn't at the company. When Hogan leaves WWF in 94, the impact that was left from Hogan being gone was atrocious in 95 for WWF. Oof. Like, we can all agree that 1995 WWF, not good. Yeah, okay. Like, no, just a quick, Brett Hart. we got Mantars <laughs> and Duke Grosses. Real and- quick, real quick sidebar. I actually saw a thread today. Somebody was trying to say that today's WWE product was worse than 95. Like, oh, we please. like we can have a debate on another week of historically where this period the dot over the eye and the jerry jeremy Barry leaves wwe and monday night raw historically in, in terms of quality but go i i challenge anybody that has that opinion to go back i don't know if those nine, 1995 uh tv shows have made it onto the onto the cock yet but if they have i challenge you to go back and watch them and realize how wrong you are like not like this may not Terribly be the wrong. best period or anywhere close to it, but ninety five was abysmal. It was so bad. But anyway, uh, back back to, back to your point, Tim. But so when Hogan leaves in ninety four, in ninety four, nobody else left with him, and the depression that takes place in the WWF through ninety five, the rest of ninety four into ninety five. There's a lot of reloading, but when Austin leaves so many other people, like the rock leaves a year, a year later, Hogan's not like Hogan's back, but not really. Um, Kurt angles, not as hot as he was triple H is in a, he's on the incline, but like he, they're, they're reloading for evolution at that point. But you don't think the WWE learned from that depression when Hogan left to never be put in that situation again and always have guys on the bench to take that spot as soon as number one leaves? Like yeah. that's you can't necessarily praise Hogan for the gap that he left that the WWE didn't have anybody to plug in there, that all they had was Aldo Montoya. Like, that's not a kudos to Hogan. That's just bad business. I'm not even saying it's a kudos to Hogan. It's showing the wake, the, 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 the wake that Hogan <laughs> left for the same, for the exact same reason. A lot of people think that like WWF 2000 or WWE 2005, 2006, not good. And they had stars there in 95 and 96. Shawn Michaels had come back from back injury. Like they had all these people. And a lot they of had people Batista, so not... <laughs> almost height of powers Batista too. But it's scrubs like, are gonna scrub. But they also had John Cena. My had, my only had defense Undertaker and everybody else. But my only like real defense for Austin as as the number one is like and, and I'm great points on Hulk Hogan, things I didn't necessarily take in, into consideration, but like Hogan had, you know, the the 80s most of the 90s he goes to wc like you know he he was there and established for the the better part of you know t- t- 15 20 years that, that that he wrestled 
and it was this this huge resume. Like if you look at Stone Cold Steve Austin, and and I, like to me that that's like the key point of it because yes, Steve Austin worked Hollywood Blondes and he worked you know in, in ECW a bit and he was the ringmaster in WWF. But like the 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 time period of Stone Cold Steve Austin is an active like wrestler, very short you know, featured p- player on WWE TV a short period of time, if we're really talking about it, and is still, you know, he sold the most t-shirts of all times. You know, he still still gets that pop to this day. And I understand, like, you know, there's things outside the world of wrestling that have impacted what happens with, with Terry when, uh, you know, when, when, the, when that music hits. But, like, when I'm looking at everything you know if you asked this question two years ago then maybe I do lean a little bit into into Hogan because or whenever I don't remember when the the tape and the lawsuit and all that stuff it wasn't came a out. year before the pandemic started I, time is completely irrelevant in big Jim's <laughs> world at this point right, right now but like if you go pre you know when, when the when the tape and all of that stuff comes out on Hogan then maybe I'm leaning into that a little bit more, but to me, and, and I mean, I know Austin hasn't had the, the, the best past either, but to me, you know, that glass shatters today. It's a at WrestleMania, which we're probably going to get at, at WrestleMania Dallas. I would imagine when that glass shatters, there's not going to be booze in that crowd. And, and yeah. I, I take that into consideration as well. So I, I think like Matt had a great, great point. If we talk about it as the most over wrestler, I think everybody could agree that the most over wrestler would be Stone Cold. I think you look at the Attitude Era and you think Stone Cold. So Attitude Era, height of wrestling, the highest star at that time being Stone Cold, most over. But like, and also too, like, is most over or who will get the biggest pop? Stone Cold, yeah, every day, all day. Also to the point of like. You know, if, if Austin went down or when Austin went down, you had The Rock and you had Mankind, you had DX, and you had, d- does The Rock become The Rock if it's not for Austin 316? Does Mankind become the Mankind we know if not for Austin 316? All of those things that you, you, you got to kind of look at it too. Like, if Austin 316 doesn't happen, what, what, you know, what, what if, is what if, right. So, you know, and, and we'll kind of hold that because that may play into one of my what ifs. But like, I, I just, t- to me, I, I think a lot of the the uh, things that softened the blow when Austin got hurt and when Austin went away were because of Austin 316. So you mentioned like the shirt sales mm-hmm. for Austin. Austin was selling Hogan level shirts. At a time in which wrestling shirts were popular, Hulk was selling shirts as the only wrestling shirt in town. The Bushwhackers had a shirt. <laughs> not not in the beginning of Hulkamania. Let's talk about shirts real quick, Tim, and talk yeah. about the best-selling shirt that you have on your body right now. Oh, it's good. Not only is it the best what shirt. What a beaut. It is the softest freaking shirt in the history of wrestling mm. shirts i mean i don't have that one i have the boris war one but i assume they're the same sh- like the physical shirt and it, it is, is it, it's it is so in comfy the style it's in the style of the kevin nash wolf pack shirt with Ke- big kev 
on one side and then the wolf on the other with the NWO logo here. Same look and feel. Just the thighs alone on this. Look at those hawks. Gee, like, God. What a God, what a man. I slid oh in to the Boar's DMs the other day to purchase a shirt. He's he got him. He was uh, taking care of the pride lands. That's right. And never responded back. Oh, oh I got you. I got you. <laughs> I got you. I'm on it. You know what? We'll have an answer. We'll have an answer on that. When he we answered. He said, he said uh, he was... He was uh, preoccupied. I said, "Take your time. It's no big rush. I have plenty of shirts." Well, there's a there's yeah. a baby oh. boar in the wild, so he's little, there little is. Piglet, little he's, piglet. There is. I think he was taking care of the piglet. Uh, was near bedtime, so I understand it. Totally, yeah. uh, totally understandable. Boars are very active during the day. I'm sure <laughs> they are. It's not, it's not a big deal, but I definitely need to get either that Kevin Nash style shirt or or the boar's war shirt. I don't I don't know which one to get, but I've heard they're super comfortable. Oh, the best, um, the best. Uh, Tim, plug the guy's uh, uh, Twitter. At Boar is War. B-O-A-R-I-S-W-A-R. great shirt. Boar is War. It's fantastic. He's all over the world. He's doing everything. He was down in Tampa during WrestleMania week. I heard there was a boar sighting in in the great state of Florida. Heard about that. Or the state of Florida, depending how you feel about the state of Florida. Yeah, he he was down there for the showcase of the independents for uh, independentwrestling.tv. But let's uh, let's pause here because we we were already t- dipping our toes in the water of the what it, uh, the what if. Uh, so let's uh, pause here. Let's hear from the uh, the sponsor of the show and our networks. And on the other side, we're going to talk some what ifs. Three count Thursday live. After these messages, we'll be right back. Recount Thursday is sponsored by Arena Eats. Log on to the website, arenaeats.app, that's arenaeats.app, for the ultimate fan experience. At your favorite sports venue, Arena Eats mobile app, pre-order, express pickup, and in-seat delivery. How do you place your order? You're listening to NGSC Sports Radio. Hear us live on NGSCSports.com, where you can get awesome analysis on all things sports. Or check out our podcasts on iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and much more. For our latest videos, subscribe to NGSC Sports' YouTube channel. Follow us on Twitter at NGSC Sports, and like us on Facebook. NGSC Sports. We never stop. Are you looking for a place to listen to your favorite music and sports? Look no further. WLSN, the Lieb Sports and Music Network, is a web-based music and sports network. Our network was created to provide authentic, high-energy entertainment through live streaming to a national audience. We play popular music while hosting podcasts from all over the world. Curious? Check us out on the web at LiebSports.com. That's L-E-E-I-B sports.com. Or find us on the TuneIn Radio app. Got Alexa? Just say, Alexa, play WLSN on TuneIn. WLSN is America's number one blog-themed sports and music network. 
Welcome back, Three Count Thursday live, April the twenty second, twenty twenty one. Make sure you go to threecountthursday.com. Ooh, Tim, I like the little swirly, uh, spinny transition there. That was really nice. I like that. But make sure you go to threecountthursday.com. Find all of our social media links, our merchandise, all of the uh, the YouTube links and everything else. Make sure you subscribe on all podcatchers, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music. Anywhere you can find podcasts, you'll be able to find us. We appreciate that. Um, you know, Tell one person. If you, uh, if you enjoy the show, send somebody over here. Uh, get them involved interacting with us. If you're following along in the live video, um, please uh, give it a like and a share. Get as many people in here and interact with us because I think this is going to be a really fun um, segment. We've kind of been dancing around it uh, a, a bit as the night goes on. Um, but, I, but I even threw it out on our social media um, I think it was yesterday and it, uh, it has to do with, with what ifs and what are some of the biggest what ifs in WWE, WWF history. Is there, um, is there anybody that wants to kick us off to, uh, to, to, to start the list here? Yes, Ryan. I have three, so I can give one. Okay. What's your first? <laughs> oh, shit. I wasn't ready for that. Hit me again. <laughs> Chris Jericho never left to go to Japan. Oh. Ooh. From uh, the Stone Cold Sessions, uh, do we have an AEW? Is there enough star power with the Rhodes and the Bucks and not Chris Jericho? Tony Khan to pull the trigger with AEW. That is an excellent man. I feel like I hit fucking dingers with my what ifs. That's that's a strong one uh, to come out of the gate, especially Um, with the current landscape. Yeah. Wow. So if he just stayed in WWE, WWE made lists. You know, yeah. He just uh, you just made the list. You know, if he just kept doing that and did something, you know, every so often did something new. Wow. I mean, I, the, the dominoes of all of that. Do we ever see NXT even on USA to combat Dynamite? I mean, it, 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 it opens a whole forbidden door. So what I think it does is it just like delays things. It, it, it like pushes it back. I would say like the Bucks and Cody and whatever extend for another year and really try to like because you also have to think mox mox's contract still comes up okay yeah the year later what does that do to ring of honor though i mean cody roh with another year right like what does that really do to what does japan look like with the bucks and cody doing double shots back and forth and Kenny and like it's yeah it's it's a it's wild. I mean it's still a good time in the indies, but sure I mean is. Mox Mox you know because I, again I, I think the importance of Chris Jericho as your first champion in AEW cannot be you know we we can crack jokes about the bloated corpse and all that but the, having him as your first champion I I think is is a big part um, to to AEW's success so like. You know, yeah, maybe whether it starts when they did or not, but you know, if if Mox comes in and and you know comes off the the Shield's farewell, which was I think 
um, like through what three years ago yesterday. Um, you know, if he comes in and he's your first champion, then I, I, I think you may end up at the same spot. But yeah, I think like Tim said, I think you might be a bit uh, delayed in that. Any other any other thoughts on that? One? That's a good that's a good one to to, to start us off, Ryan. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Barry Horowitz. Who wants to go next? Well, if it's just all right, Matt, what do you got? No, I was I was saying it was just all right. I was saying all right, like Ryan can stop patting himself on the back. <laughs> right. Or, what if Sasha Banks never got into wrestling? Oh. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. You don't sound like that. That's not wow. what you sound like. That was a really bad impression. Jeez. I, I should have done better. Oh, man. I'm sorry. Wow. I expect more out of your impressions than me. Moving forward. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. That would be my notes. Um, what if Sasha Banks never got involved in wrestling? <laughs> um, no. Um, mine was going to be what if mankind never takes the toss off the top of the cell? do we get like as into the hardcore scene as we did following that if he just kind of has the generic match other spots are made but nothing that extreme because that was kind of the birth of a lot of extreme wrestling beyond that do we you know, we probably still see it on the indies, but does it become as commonplace as it then was during the, the time of the TLC matches? Yeah, I don't excellent question too. That's yeah, I don't I don't know question. if we do because like that, you know, I, I don't know if WWE WWE would have made that turn. If you're you don't see a guy thrown off a cage and thrown down through the cage, and what's probably the 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 as hard as it is to believe that the sicker bump of that, <laughs> of that show, um, you know, and when it's somebody as high profile as the undertaker in that spot too, like, I mean, obviously it's a huge part of it's mankind because you have to be crazy enough to throw me off the top of the cage. But, um, yeah, I mean, with the, with, whew, we might not. And do we get, was the, that really even ushered the era of attitude as well. Like there was so many. Was the hardcore title wasn't fell. a thing yet, right? What the hardcore what? title came after that? Be- I just, I literally just looked it up because I thought that Matt might have been off on dates, but he's not. I don't know if we get the so hardcore the, title. The hardcore title comes out in November of the same year. Probably a, a reaction wow. to that. Yeah. So, I mean, that's. That's crazy to think. Like I was like, no. I mean, I, I feel like Shane eventually takes a bump off of something stupid, but by then it's too late. Here comes the money. Actually, Shane would never do it. I mean, somebody would have to do it first for Shane to be like, I'm right? What? Why does he? Well, right. Why would he get involved and do those do things right. if it wasn't for that? The craziest thing that had happened to that point was. Shawn Michaels falling halfway off the cell in 97 through the table. Yeah. And when was the, I don't know if you all were, I think you mom, you all were watching at this point when Hawk from the Legion of doom. Oh, from the top of the Tron. Yes. Oh, that was awful. When was that? Um, I feel like, cause that was, that was 
LOD 2000. So that would have at least been 1998. Because that was WrestleMania 14 that they debuted. I don't think anybody looks at that like the same style bump, though. I'm assuming there was a crash pad. But it's still, but it's still like the craziest. Like you have okay, to think I about. Uh, I th- I think it's a November of '98. Okay, so that's right around the time of the hardcore title. Yeah. So, so you after wow. So I think those sort of things were re you know a a reaction to what uh, what Foley did. So yeah, maybe you know that's a that's another good one, Matt. Matt, I actually had put down um, in the who would come back as my honorable mention. I had Cactus Jack to wrestle somebody like a John Moxley in a deathmatch hardcore style match today um, that we could actually see it done properly. Uh, Chainsaw Charlie as well, or just just Not just no, just Cactus Jack, <laughs> just Cactus. I mean, uh, even Mankind and, and that incarnation of Mankind when he wrestled would have been fine, but you know, also the like character that the the forgotten treasures or buried treasures or whatever the. A and E that that was a great watch as well, um, with with Foley this past week and and I think I don't know how many episodes of that are coming, but uh, A and E and WWE are hitting it out of the park on Sunday nights. What for were sure. they searching for with Mick Foley? His tooth? Or? <laughs> uh, part of his ear. Was, uh... <laughs> During the Austin was... documentary, my wife goes, "Does he not have an ear?" And I was like, "No, no, no ear ripped off." <laughs> She's pretty you, grossed you, out. You can just say ripped off like it's not. I ripped off. Yeah, it was ripped off. <laughs> did you not watch it, Ryan? I didn't. No. Oh, so, dude. So they so they looked for the original Cactus Jack flannel. Oh wow. They looked for the original Mankind shirt. Okay. And they looked for an original Mr. Sacco. Oh wow. Yeah, that was uh, that was a fun watch for sure. Who did they say was next week? Um, shit. Who did they say? I forget. I that was like four days ago, Tim. I, I can't be expected I to know. remember these Not things. There. Um, Mark, do you get that on your super box? I I did. It was in French, but I watched it anyway. We <laughs> <laughs> we. <Oui, oui>. <laughs> um, Mark or Tim? A million. Do you guys want to want to hit a in French? Hit a what if next? Uh, do you want me to? I'll I'll, uh, I'll give you a what if. What if Mark went back to having cable? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. That's never going to happen. Uh, what if uh, Eric Bischoff's group were able to buy WCW? Oh. Now, would that be something? Because they had a deal on the table. They had a deal, and, and every from what Bischoff says, it was a done deal. I guess it wasn't quite signed, obviously, but it was 99% done. And Vince came in and and stole it. Well, maybe not stole it, but Mark that deal obviously. That was on my list as one of my three. I worded it as, "What if the WCW deal stayed on TNT?" Because I think that's why Bischoff pulled mm-hmm. out was that it didn't have a TV deal attached to it anymore. He was, was still just buying. Yep. He, he was, was just still buying like right, right. He was just buying the library and the rings and shit. Yeah. Um, but at that price, that, it wasn't yeah. worth it. Yeah. But yeah, the that's price. That like changes you, everything. You guys recall what the actual price tag was that WWF bought WCW for, right? It was like pennies on the dollar of what yeah, Eric was a, going to buy it, it was for. Two point five million dollars for 
everything. Unreal. That's crazy. That that's unfucking real. I'm sitting here and I'm like, yo, I got maybe like six, seven grand in the bank right now. I want WCW. Who do I need to saddle up with to get 2.5 million? You're just, you're a couple scratches away. I am. Yeah, yeah, you were. Seven, just take seven Scratchy. grand. Just take seven grand to the local 7 Eleven and like put, all the scratches. Put all of your scratches. <laughs> yeah, you and then whatever w- you win w- there, w- take it to the casino, put it on red. And then lose and cry. Real, real loud. Just then whatever you win there. My WCW buddy. Yeah. <laughs> I want you to take that. Double zero. Sorry. Oh. Take that money, cut it in half, and double it. Yeah, man. That's all you got to do. But yeah, I would have loved that, if WCW didn't get sold to, w, to WWF. And man, who the war could have continued? I mean, who knows what could have happened? So okay, just because I'm not aware of of the time. So like the obviously the end of WCW was not great with greed and all of the oh, crappy pay-per-views so and the crappy TV. But at that point they, they knew they knew the doors were shutting, right? Is that why it, it got not, that they, bad? They didn't know until like, cause okay. So the last WW WCW pay-per-view was, was it greed or was it sin? It was greed or sin. Uh, it was sin. Then remember. greed. Greed was the final one. When was okay. New Blood Rising? Because that was trash too. New Blood oh, Rising sucks. Was, was in two thousand. Yeah, that was the year. The year so, before. So, greed. I think people had an idea then. Now, mind you, that was March eighteenth, two thousand and one. Okay. WCW gets bought. The Monday leading into WrestleMania. Okay. And WrestleMania was April first. Because my my this, question is to to the to the point of if if that 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 deal doesn't happen, WWE doesn't buy them. Like, is is WCW even viable competition at that point, or were they already on the down low, like the downturn enough that it? it wouldn't have mattered. Like, would they have been sustainable if they would have came back? I mean, I guess because if Bischoff would have still been in charge, he would have been able to do the things he wanted to do, possibly. But was WCW sustainable, or would it have just been another year or so and Vince would have been able to sweep them up anyway? That's a great point. Was the damage done? Yeah, I think... Like, depending on where the time... That's what I'm trying to say. Like, when, when the timelines were... Like, so they don't get sold... WWE just did a ton of damage on his way out. The new, oh, new NWO, terrible. What was it? The NWO Black and Silver, it or was, or yeah, is yeah. it is it a situation? And and again, this isn't because has you know Impact Wrestling TNA has been around longer than WCW was around for. Is it a situation like them where it's like they're not they're never going to be in competition anymore? Like they're 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 not they're not a threat to WWE, but like WCW was still going to be there. Is it is it that sort of a situation? Maybe, like I just don't know if if, if WCW so, was a competition then. Russo was out of WCW in October Bro. of two thousand. So after that time, I think Bischoff comes back to try to like sweep up the pieces, and say what you want. Sin 
or greed was it greed the last pay-per-view was actually really good i thought i thought that greed the the final wcw pay-per-view was was pretty dang solid and we we get to that point where could they have pulled it up yeah here's why you could pull it up because shortly after WCW sells, TNA appears. True. Okay. And TNA is doing weekly pay-per-views. They don't even have a TV deal. Like Bischoff could have figured out what he was going to do. And like, I think it was just a matter of time before Bischoff gets the leg to stand on and turns it around. But even then, like the WCW, like there's there's so many dominoes after that because if Impact, if WCW never gets sold, does Impact, Impact TV, does TNA even a thing? Yeah. But yeah, possibly not. I mean, so no, it, never. Yeah. Because Jared's still under contract with WCW. Well, that's Jared's, true. Yeah, there's a lot of guys that still were like. Uh, yeah, like Scott Steiner. DDP. I'm just looking at the. I'm looking at the last batch, the last pay per view. Steiner, DDP, Dustin Rhodes, Ric Flair, Jeff Jarrett, Booker T, Rick Steiner, The Cat, Canyon, that had the Natural Born Thrillers. Okay, the, the WCW is not beating WWE with The Cat and Chris Canyon. But Who better than Canyon. But they or, or the Natural Born could, Thrillers or Team Canada. But the natural born thrillers Goldberg's had, gone by then. He he was gone at sin. Right. But the natural born thrillers are like the next crop of never before seen studs. Stasiak, O'Hare. Not St- well, Stasiak Palumbo, was Palumbo, okay. right? Palumbo, O'Hare. Wait, you have a strong undercard. You just you're not Jindrak. sustainable with a strong undercard. The Young Dragons and Three Count, Great Feud. You're not buying that. That's not why you're buying a pay-per-view. They, uh, I don't think they're they, top-heavy enough. Jeff Jarrett's not going to do it. You still had Rey Mysterio at the road, time. Road, the real, road, real World Animal in it. <laughs> they they did the, have uh, Real World Animal. That's true. I, I Gotta love him. The, the, the Cruiserweight division was incredible. They, I think it was at that pay-per-view they debuted the Cruiserweight tag team titles, which lasted about a week. Yeah, because the because the company closes, and that was the end of the cruiserweight tag titles. Like anyway, AJ Styles was AJ Styles was under WWE contract when they got sold. That yeah, so like I, I just I, I just don't know. I, I think WCW at that point may have been kind of what TNA Impact is now, where it's it's there, it, it survives. I just I don't know if it's. I think the damage may have been done, but uh, I mean that, that, that's another another uh a great one tim did you give one yet do you want to i did not give one yet and i think my biggest what if you're welcome (laughs) uh for everything would have been and this goes along the lines of a previous conversation but like what was your was your actual what if ryan what if austin didn't get hurt Actual what if uh, was uh, what if Chris Jericho said no to no, not, to not that one, but when we were talking about Austin, uh, I was Owen Hart said no to the Blue Blazer. 
Okay. So mine is what if Austin never got hurt at SummerSlam 97? Okay. Yeah, I had this one on my list. It wasn't my actual one that I'll give. Yeah, because if he doesn't break his neck, the Austin style, because you have to think, up until he breaks his neck, Austin is this weird hybrid of a brawling machine and a bump god. Yeah. So he's master of the ring, you could say. Yeah. Like he's literally. That doesn't sound right, Ryan. He's doing two different (laughs) styles extremely well. And he breaks his neck with, with Owen. And after that, you take all those bumps away. Stomp a mud hole. um, You know, fist of fury and a stunner. (laughs) He, he, now, Austin rode that brawling style for as long as he could. Absolutely. Knowing that body was given out on him. Absolutely. But did a great job at becoming something new when he came back with what he had to do. Yeah. I mean, and you also have to think too, like with all of the injuries, like we don't have Austin getting hit by a car in 99. You don't get, you probably, you probably don't even get the Austin taking his ball and going home in 2002 because Austin at that point is still on the uptick, right? You're not going to feed a more healthy stone cold, Steve Austin. to Brock Lesnar in the first round of the 2002 King of the ring. Are you no, like that spot immediately goes to somebody else. Well, and, and do you even get like the, um, you know, some of the great, you know, bet you think like the backstage segment when he's playing the guitar, singing to McMahon and you get Kurt Angle singing Jimmy crack corn. Like there's some great Austin moments that came because of his injury. And he was either not working on, you know, not wrestling on Monday night raw, but he's still on there because he's Austin or he's, he's post WrestleMania 19, but still around and doing things that, you yeah. you you might not that you may not get because you know they they were they were using him but not able to use him in the ring as much right yeah i mean that's that's literally like my my like number one what if aside from like what if wcw never sold sure sure mine um and and i think a lot of some of you know some of the things that we we talked about before the break, some of the things we talked about now, but my biggest is if the curtain call didn't happen. Now, whether it's Hall and Nash don't even go to WCW or they go and they just don't get, they, they just don't do the curtain call at MSG because, you know, if, if, if we believe the history that we're told and Triple H is supposed to win the King of the Ring in 1996, But because of the curtain call, can't punish Hall, can't punish Nash, can't punish HBK because he's at the top, Triple H becomes the fall guy. So if you don't don't have the curtain call, you don't get Austin winning the King of the Ring, so you don't get Austin 316, so you don't possibly get the Rock-Austin feud, you don't get Austin McMahon, you don't... All of those dominoes that fell... Because 
Austin 316 says, I just whooped your ass. What, what, what had, like, I know Triple H ended up winning King of the Ring later on and rebuilt his career, obviously a long career, but also it, during that time, you know, some of those things were, you know, because you had feuds with Austin, you maybe, you know, he helped pull everybody up because of Austin 316. So I, I if the curtain call doesn't happen, and then also, like, too, if the curtain call doesn't happen is, and, and, and I mean, I was young, really young at the time, 11 years old, but is Hall and Nash showing up in WCW as big of a deal? Is, is you know, is the fallout from that on the other side as big of a deal? How much, how much impact did that have on them going to WCW? Right. Like... I'm not going to sit here because I'm, I used to be in the camp where triple H was punished because of the curtain call. I okay. used to believe that until like, I really looked at it and like, it's a heck of a punishment to be like intercontinental champion in October after the like tri- triple H's, his match with ultimate warrior takes place before the curtain call. He's in a program with Mark Marrow shortly thereafter feuding around the intercontinental championship in October. He's intercontinental champion throughout until 1997. And then he's in DX. Like DX starts DX kind of put pieces it together in like what they, uh, middle of 96 or middle of 97 where they like piece it together around the king of the ring where triple h wins but like but the curtain call if 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 razor and diesel never leave like that's that's a really good or even like if one of them if one of them doesn't leave because the impact that's made is it's hall and then Nash in a month. Okay, right. If WWE signs one of them, if WWE resigns one of them, it's nothing. Game changer. Big nothing. You could you could also think like what if Sean jumped to? Ooh. Because there was the there was always the talks of like, does Sean eventually jump? Because well, was, somebody on Twitter had responded to this. What if yeah. what if Sean left for WCW instead of Brett? Because there was just as many conversations as there were about Sting leaving WCW and going to WWF, even going back as far as like 1990 mm-hmm. with Sting. Sean was about the same. And Sean was like, nah, I'm staying here. I'm staying here. I'm going to be the guy. I'm going to be the guy. I'm going to be the guy. Sean would have got lost in WCW. Mm-hmm. Lost. Sure. Because he would have been <laughs> he would have been the littlest fish. The littlest fish. Yeah. He would have been Sean Waltman of DX. He could have been six. To be completely... 
with Hogan. You're Hulk, not wrong. And you're, no, you're not wrong. Yeah, it's just like wild to think about. Shawn Michaels in WCW at that time with Macho Man and Sting and Luger and Flair, like like all of these other guys that you would in '96 at that time. Sure, you would probably put over Shawn. Who the hell is this? I mean, the point is, I think Sean saw that writing on the wall, and yeah, was, I and can't. Was like, I can't go there. Right. Uh, I want to. I want to look at a couple of the ones that uh, responses here on our social media and in, in, in the chat as well. Uh, Charlie had said, "What if Brett uh, agreed to Vince's pay cut?" Uh, that kind of goes hand in hand with with some of the things we talked about. When they um, got concussed by Goldberg. <laughs> that's true. Um, what if uh, Hulk Hogan never went to WWF? I guess back. Uh, initially when he was, what, Minnesota, right? A- AWA. When he yeah. started in AWA. I mean, are we even here? <laughs> you yeah. know, are we yeah. even talking about wrestling right now um, if, it, if it wasn't for Hogan at that point? Um, let me Can you imagine our AWA podcast. Oof. <laughs> Brutal. Talking about the good old days of Nick Bockwinkle. Right. Uh, Devin had said, what if Chris Benoit and Eddie Guerrero never pass away? Well, everybody dies. Well, I mean, obviously. I don't know how to tell you this, Devin, but eventually everybody. Will. <laughs> uh, um, but but were, when it, they did, it. right? I mean, if it wasn't anybody but Devin, I wouldn't have made a comment. That's true. that's a hundred percent true. <laughs> the facts of life, bud. Um, Charlie also says, "What if Austin called an audible and stunned Vince at the end of Mania 17? Uh I mean. I don't know. I mean, I think Austin's still Austin. What I was mean, that last one? What if Karrion Cross never wrestled? Is that what he said? <laughs> so much. Karrion Cross directly related to the COVID nineteen pandemic. It came around the same time. Boy, I'm not gonna put that on here. Oof, bad TikTok. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's a huge what if too. Right. What if, if COVID it, never happened? Jesus. Um, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Wrestling is different. Yeah, a lot different, you know. Do we get the head of the table? I still don't know if we – I still don't think we do. If Roman doesn't go away – I feel like we get a stinker of a Undertaker match for his last match. Yeah, I don't think Undertaker AJ is Boneyard level, that's for sure. Do we get the same level of cuts that we've had? Yes. You think so? They'll be gigging themselves all night long. (laughs) Um, just Cody. Uh, I mean, probably I feel, I mean, look, they can use budget cuts as the lame excuse, but, um, uh, <laughs> um, I, I think, I think the, the people that were released were probably going to be released anyway. I feel like, I mean, we had it in the, in the, on this day segment releases happened this time of year in the WrestleMania fallout. Um, what if ECW found a home after leaving TNN? Uh, a good one there. Um, yeah, that could be. Jason says, what if Tony Khan's dad would have cut him off when he asked for wrestling stardom? Money? <laughs> 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 oh, oh, man. Um, That's a good one. Also, Jason, if you're still with us, um, the, the Triple H tweet that the firing had to do with uh, like Mickey James and I guess some others – um, belongings from the WWE being sent in a trash bag in a box. 
uh, and the person that that did that was uh, was let go uh, today. So um, here's here's a solid one. I hope that's like Kevin Dunn's other job. <laughs> that yeah. would, wouldn't that be nice? Get some. Right. I hope it's the, the whoever, whether it is Kevin Dunn or some other idiot that thinks uh, forty seven camera cuts in about uh, you know thirty two seconds is a good plan. But what's yours, Tim? Um, it's not wrestling related, but it's like wrestling adjacent. What if Conrad Thompson never gets involved with the Flair family? Jesus. Well, I don't have to I hear. I wouldn't have to door. hear a Blue Chew commercial. I wouldn't know what Blue Chew was. <laughs> or but her, like, or Sassafras. But also, like, because of because of Conrad, wrestling podcasts blow up to a level never seen before. We were here first. Don't be rude. It's very true. <laughs> They, Don't be rude. Conrad, Conrad stole our spot. <laughs> but he gets Bruce Pritchard talking about wrestling. And it back he at gets, WWE. He gets Tony Schiavone back into wrestling. Yeah, he's not the he's not one of the three play by play guys on AEW Dynamite each week. Yeah. Three, four, five person desk. No. <laughs> right. I and mean like, that, dude, that's a good point. He's 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 a straw that stirs the drink. He Starcast. Yeah. Starcast yeah. is a big reason why that those like first AEW pay-per-views kind of blast off. That's a good point. That's not AEW's doing. That's true cuz there's a, there's kind. a buzz about them, you know, like cuz the first Starcast was at All Out, right, which wasn't even an AEW show. I I All In. All In. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. In out, same difference. I'm, I'm in, done out, either. Up, down, I'm done either way. Does that even affect the Undertaker's Boneyard match? I mean, Connie had him on the hook for Starcast, and Vince said, "Hold on." Yeah, that's that's a good one, Tim. That's a great point. Like once you start the what if, the way some of these fall. Thank you, Scott. <laughs> Yeah, um, that's a good one. Um, another one yeah. I I had written down um, is what if Rocky Maivia didn't become the Rock in Nation of Domination? What if they didn't start to uh, steer into the skid with the die Rocky die? Right. And- like, what if they just went, yeah, okay, this isn't if- working, and they either let him go or they, you know, he he becomes some other goofy character in. That was ninety. I think we get. Uh, do you smell what Delo's cooking? <laughs> and everything will be fine. You know what I mean? Like, like what if the, the what fans if they just, could have embraced Rocky? What if? But what if, like, with that, instead of trying to repackage the Rock, they're just like, he's he's nothing now. Right. What if he's There's, in that he that list of releases in? Yeah. You know, April like, of ninety eight or whatever. He's because he wasn't like. He wasn't phenomenal until, like, really the Nation of Domination. Right. He doesn't become who we see him as. We don't get, was it the Tooth Fairy? If uh, if he, if no, they don't, if no, they don't steer into that. Sk- Matt, have you seen that movie, race- by the way? I have not. Okay, no. I wasn't was sure. Was it Race to Witch Mountain? <laughs> I have seen that one. But, yeah, I mean. Was Tooth Fairy the one with Larry the Cable Guy? I think so. Was it there? Yeah. 
Oh, there was, was there's two tooth no, fairies. No, 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 no. I was I was oh. giving you the piece. Yeah. That's actually yeah. a good one. So Charlie just literally put in the chat, what if RVD was never arrested for pot? Yeah. Double, double champ at the time, and in the span of a week, loses mm-hmm. the ECW title to Big Show and loses the WWE title to Edge? Etch? Etch. Like, Oof. it's crazy. Like, because wow. I would have assumed RVD would have held the titles until... At least SummerSlam, maybe maybe a little longer because he won him in one night stand, and then that's, that's a good one. Yeah, we don't get RVD rolling papers. <laughs> maybe we do. Maybe we get them sooner. I'll say maybe right. we do. Um, what about? I just had it on the tip of my tongue, and it was <sighs> related to Rob Van Dam, but not really. Oh. What if WWE never made the rise and fall of ECW? Oh, the greatest. Shit. Yeah, WWE made DVD, DVD ever. Yeah. Because of that, two one night stands, the bring back of the ECW brand, Paul Heyman gets brought back into the fold. They released like seven unreleased ECW DVDs, at least just, four. Yeah, they, they like blood. It wasn't blood sport, but it was like ECW's bloodiest brawls or blood something. Money. That was no, that was money. the Saudi shows. Never mind. They uh, had they had unreleased one, two, three at least on DVD. Yeah, let me. WW. That's a great call. I mean, I think they just tapped into the nostalgia market and realized there was money there. Um. Charlie, wow. This is, I mean, a sad one for sure, but what if Reed Flair doesn't pass away? We probably don't have Charlotte. That's a great point. <laughs> wow, that's but a really get, good point. We get Reed. Sure. Sure, just the and impact like, of not having Charlotte. Right. right. But, but, I mean, but she's like, just Ashley that works at the bank. Right. Ashley's Ashley's right. Ashley's working for Connie at First Family Mortgage. <laughs> right. <laughs> like. Yeah, I mean, that's. Hello, like, this is Ashley. One moment, please. <laughs> yeah, hi. Thank you for calling. Um, but like, dude, Reed, dude, dude. Reed in his own right was going to be like. He was going to be great. He was going to be great. That's a really good one. Damn. Um, a couple other ones I had written down. What if Vince McMahon didn't have like a worldwide vision? Like, you'd start working through the territories and buying talent and taking the WWE. The the WWE. We're talking about Eastern Championship Wrestling on our podcast, yeah. right? We also, like, I mentioned this in the group chat, but it reminds me, like, what if W, what if WrestleMania failed? WrestleMania was a huge Then we're talking about Starcade. We're talking about Starcade. Yeah. Yeah. The other one I wrote down is, what if Vince McMahon was found guilty in 1994? Oh, that would have been wild. Not just... For the WWE, but the stigma that's put on all of professional wrestling. Are we even talking about televised wrestling today? Hello, welcome to Tennis Chat with Tim, Ryan, Matt, Mark, and Jim. You know, like, yeah. I would, I don't know what I'd be. I think actually this would be really good if we wanted to open up like a, a 3CT mailbag and have like people write us in their what if scenarios. Yeah, I think I think we can we can, love that, you know, or different, you know, different kind of 
yeah, what if? The, uh, but uh, a couple more I had written down. If Hogan never slammed Andre, you know, what, what would the fallout of that been? If uh, <laughs> what if Andre just didn't play ball with Hogan? Right in, yeah, that, in that match, so Andre and was like, for the "Fuck slam you!" And can't do it. <laughs> yeah, if he just gives him the big Ooh, "fuck you," not doing it. No. And Hogan just looks. Go, baby. Get out. Get out. I almost like to see that better. That'd be good. Uh, what if you're like Hogan goes to lift him and he's just like. Uh, what if HBK didn't hurt his back in the casket match? You know, because like he he doesn't go away. To be fair, he would have found something because well. <laughs> he lost his smile before that, mm-hmm. and he yep. got beat up by like sailors before that. And what if Too Stephanie many sunny days? <laughs> what if Stephanie McMahon didn't invent women's wrestling? All right, podcast over. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, the that. last one I have is what if CM Punk didn't leave when he left? I, I knew you would bring that up, you salty son that of a bitch. Yours. You're one unreal, Jim. One of mine was like, what if CM Punk had gotten his WrestleMania main event? Yeah, that that's a good one, too. I it's mean, a though... much better way to put it, Matthew. <laughs> I mean, what it's... if CM Punk was treated fairly? Oh, stop it. What, what was he, 490 and had, days and as champion? safe and accurate doctor care for his oh, arm. Oh, for Christ's Say sake. it the way it really happened, Jim. Okay, Uncle Yo, Dave. The revisionist history is bullshit. Yeah. Why didn't they just hand them out at the start of the pandemic? We'd be already be over this shit. We'd have been fine. <laughs> just hey, here's We're a Z fine. pack. Here's a Z pack. Drink some bleach. You'll be fine. It's totally fine. He's fine. He's and just in, fine. inject this. Inject this light into your blood. That'll be totally fine. Yeah. Um, did anybody have any other ones before before I, we? I I had the, a scenario. I was thinking if, uh, and I think somebody touched on it. If uh, Owen Hart were to go with Brett and the Bulldog and Jim Neidhart. Imagine if they formed the Hart Foundation and feuded with the NWO, which was already in place, rather than having Brett join the NWO. Damn. Now, that would have been fun. That's, the Hart Foundation was on fire back then. That's true, man. Like, if they if they all would have went with Brett over to WCW and been, damn, yeah. I or think, even, uh, even a horseman feud against the Hart Foundation would have been phenomenal. It would have looked like uh, AEW does now with all the stables. And just... <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I think that that would have been a great one. Um, the only other one I could think of is what if Carlito didn't spit in the face of people who didn't want to oh, be cool? Matt what wouldn't... would Matt do <laughs> at ringside? <laughs> he wouldn't end to clean the apple, that's for sure. Matt might be picking up banana peels. <laughs> um, or runs banana. Chase said, what if CM Punk got his ice cream bar? Um, <laughs> Charlie also I says, can't believe WWE never did anything with that." And then the ones they brought back are hot garbage, total trash. They are so bad, as bad as banana runs. Ooh, that's bold. It's are like they as bad as crinkle runs. fries, Ryan? Crinkle fries are bullshit. <laughs> crinkle fries, fuck crinkle fries. Like I said, I've Probably had Arby's for bringing fries. them. Nobody waffle fries are delicious. Crinkle fries are shit. Why? You never cook right. They're soggy as hell. Why? I've had two great crinkle fries in my life. I have as well. You can buy the ones that are extra crispy. I don't want to. Why would you have to buy extra? They're French fries. Just fucking fry them. They should be crispy. They're fries. Put them in your air fryer. Fuck your air fryer, Mark. Hey, don't don't talk. Don't. Don't I love the air fryer. I ain't cooking crinkle fries in them. You should. You'd like them. We make crinkle fries at home all the time. They're delicious. And your wife's going to divorce you for it. (laughs) 
Whoa! My God! He's gonna run off with the crinkle fries. They are just that's awful. the final straw. That's, that's it. it. That's it. Crinkle fries. <laughs> I not... talked to her. She's not happy. She's Jim. not happy about the crinkle fries. She is, she is unfulfilled because of your choice of crinkle fries. Oh, uh, I mean, I would have guessed it. Based on my well, I would have guessed it was something else, but I guess it's the crinkle fries. The is not code. It's the crinkle fries. Small fry. Small fry. Big Jim. <laughs> your wife does not. Not enough crinkles. Potato. Jesus. I tell you. Um, she thought you were a stud. You ended up being a spud. It's not good. Crinkle fries are trash. <laughs> Why do you get me started on stupid foods I don't like? You are trash. Because then I look like a fucking weirdo. Yeah. Because you don't like crinkle fries. <laughs> oh, I'm a sausage guy. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I don't like crinkle fries. I don't like crinkle fries. I'll take a shot in the mouth. All right. Banana runs and crinkle fries. Oh God! I couldn't think of a worse combination, Mark. Um. All right. Well, we're not we're not going to get to the uh, the Charlotte Flair topic uh, for tonight because we're already past ten o'clock. Uh, but I do want to hit the uh, the news, the news and rumors. Um, news. WWE reportedly looking at having fans in the crowd at SummerSlam. Uh, they have not announced a date or location as of yet. Uh, but uh, earlier today, PAW Insiders Mike Johnson says there's been talk within the company about potentially running the show in Phoenix, Arizona, or Texas. Uh, nothing is set in stone. With the pandemic, things could change. They could end up uh, in the Thunderdome, but uh, internally they're hoping to be outdoors in a stadium setting with fans at least uh, for SummerSlam. WWE's current th- Thunderdome residency at the Yingling Center is expected to run until August the 2nd. Uh, former WWE Tag Team Champion Ken Doan, a.k.a. Kenny Dykstra, has announced uh, his retirement uh, from the ring. The 35-year-old tweeted, uh, When I started at 13, I thought I'd retire at 40. With smart investments over time have allowed me to be done now. Uh, I'm in my prime, and that will go towards my family and being a father, thanks to the fans uh, who have stuck by me. Um, for those who uh, missed it yesterday... Uh, Ronda Rousey announced on her YouTube channel that she is pregnant. Um, they're expecting her and her husband, Travis Brown, are expecting their first child in September. Uh, there was some talks uh, just what, last month, the month before, that uh, there was some uh, p- potential return coming. Could still happen. Um, but uh, obviously, best wishes uh, to them. And then finally, during an appearance on the Cheap Heat podcast, Triple H commented, about one last run in the WWE. He said if in a perfect situation, he'd love to go on a world tour of sorts uh, to big venues or places in Japan, O2 Arena in London, Chicago, Madison Square Garden, etc. as a thank you to the fans. Uh, he said if it were to happen, he'd like to have matches against uh, superstars that he hasn't faced in the past. He did add, it's not something he is actively thinking about. Quote, it's not in the front of my head. It seems to bother everybody else more. Uh, than it does me. So I, I, I tend to think that if uh, we were in a situation that wasn't the Thunderdome, um, you know, we may have may have already seen that or we'd be seeing that, you know, sometime this year. So the guy that rattles off five different locations where he wants to have a match isn't really thinking about having these final matches. Got it. That's, uh, that's, what, that's what we say. Yeah, and um, Charlie, I agree. Uh, FDM, fuck Dave Meltzer. Um, but, uh, anybody else have anything, uh, to add before we get out of here this week? FCF, fuck crinkle fries. (laughs) (laughs) 
Jesus. Banana run. <laughs> you want to get the some McDonald's? <laughs> What was that clip from? And was that one of us that said that? Because it probably was. No, no, it's a family guy. You want to get some McDonald's? <laughs> it could have been any one of us. Could have been any any one of us. I was really mad, though. I went there for breakfast the other day, and they didn't have any burritos. I was Breakfast burritos. I was really upset. Really? Yeah, I like the breakfast burrito. I like Burger King's burrito. It's big. It's enormous. I've actually never had their the burrito at, at uh, Burger King. Meander there tomorrow. You'll do fine. <laughs> okay. Probably. Why not? Uh, have you tried the uh, yeah. the French toast sandwich? I haven't yet. I still been meaning to do that. Have you tried it? You haven't tried it. It's Who new. Are you? It's not. No, I know. It's, it's something new. I wouldn't try. It. Right, you know exactly. <laughs> what can, was... we, uh, can we clip Ryan saying it's big? It's enormous. Please for yeah, future. I can reference. find that with the timestamp two oh eight. Look, if we're talking about my waist, that might be the only thing applicable to that sentence. Conrad Thompson's head. It's big. It's enormous. Yeah, Conrad Thompson would fit that bill. Right. Yeah, that'll be on the board next week. Uh, oh, good. Ah, <laughs> make a fucking shirt about it. Uh, yeah, Charlie says here we were talking about a little it bit earlier. <laughs> Court Bauer uh, posted the MLW show will be um, will adhere to the guidelines in in PA. Uh, and uh, tickets, I think, already almost uh, sold out already. I believe. Uh, anything else before we close out? Where are they taping? Twenty three hundred. Twenty three hundred. Yeah. Smart. Tim, you're, you're, I can't hear you, Tim. Can you do that peace sign again, Ryan? <laughs> you just hold that for me. <laughs> holding, keep holding. Oh, just keep holding. Let's do it. Thank Look you. All right, thank you. Perfect. <laughs> All right. Oh. Let's... Big and enormous around Ryan's, oh, Ryan's whole I, piece. <laughs> I do want to let everybody know, during this, this is how easy it is to support independent professional wrestlers. During this show, while Jim was rambling about something, WWE is the best. AEW sucks. Yeah, yeah, something along those lines. I reached out to the boar, and I ordered a boar shirt. Tim, can you hold that up one more time? It's that easy, folks. During the show, while looking like I was paying attention to Jim rambling, I ordered and supported independent professional wrestling, namely boar, um, and that delicious, wonderful, softest shirt I've ever heard about. And also, during that time frame. I texted the boar and told him to not forget about Ryan and And he responded with a thumbs up. And I think that that happened shortly before the transaction took place. It absolutely did because uh, I'm assuming you messaged him because he slid back into the DM and said, I got that 4X just out of nowhere. So I appreciate appreciate the reminder. Tim with the alley-oop. Send it. It's going to be great. All right, let's uh, let's close this thing up. Ryan, do you have anything to plug? No, I never do. Thanks for starting with me. I didn't have time to think about it. I mean, you get mad if I leave you till the end because you have nothing to plug. Why don't you plug at Boris War again? At Boris War again. You just plugged him for me, Jim. <laughs> Intern Mark, you got anything? I want to... Uh... Remind everybody to help out our friend Felicia Rose if you can donate or make a purchase. And I'd like to give a special shout out to uh, SPJ over at the uh, Coco Diner. It says it's in Hummelstown. Really, it's in Hershey because if you look down the street, there's Hershey Park. So, hi, SPJ. Not to be confused with BBJ at the Night and Day Diner. Charlie says Big he already. Difference. 
Charlie says he ordered a Dan a Danhausen shirt while we were all rambling about something. Love that Danhausen. Uh, about time, Jim. About time. Matt, you got anything? Ah, uh, yes. Be sure to check out the Instagram page at Three Count Thursday so you can follow along the Woman of the Week competition. Make sure you are liking posts. Each like counts as a vote towards the Woman of the Year. Um, I'm assuming my social media stuff is still on here, so I'm not even going to bother to plug it. Don't follow Ryan at RYN Eagle because he has shitty takes on food. Um, and like Mark said, please support our friend Felicia Rose um, in her current quest. Very good. Tim, what do you got? I will plug myself even though it's on the screen at Not The Tool Man across all platforms. Oh, Instagram, my. And if you care. Uh, uh, one TikTok, send me Tiki Talks as I just throw my pen everywhere. Uh while Matt does the WizWit podcast, which is on, which may be around here in a bit, uh, at not the, yep, uh, with WizWit, uh, final place, final wrestling place, and viewers' choice podcast, something I do with Marcus. Um, you'll enjoy those podcasts if you like this, at final place pod and at VC on North South. Um, and just be good to each other. Just keep loving on each other. Get your, be responsible sooner or later. We're all just going to be making out with each other, and I can't wait. Perfect. Yeah, make sure you get shots in your arms. Make sure you're still wearing masks. Even if you do get the shot in the arm, just be good. We're almost there. Just hang on for a little bit longer. You can follow me at Big Jim Sports. Uh, make sure you follow along with the show at 3 Count Thursday Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, 3CountThursday.com. Check out our merchandise page. Four great merchandise lines, including the I'm a sausage guy line of merchandise uh, and, and everything else. The new SmackDown logo, everything else over at whatamaneuver.net. Check out our home network, NGSC Sports at NGSCSports.com. Our secondary network, Leib Sports at L-E-E-I-B Sports.com. Until next time, stay safe, stay smart, and go for the pin. Recount Thursday is sponsored by Arena Eats. Log on to the website arenaeats.app, that's arenaeats.app, for the ultimate fan experience. At your favorite sports venue, Arena Eats mobile app, pre-order, express pickup, and in-seat delivery. How do you place your order?